great. Just great. You're in my lane. What are you doing in my lane, Ferrari? That and more on today's episode of The Real Review. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. Everybody, I'm here with Joel. Why don't you go ahead and get slapped in the face with a loaf of bread? Cunningham. <laughs> that was a fun scene. I like yeah. that. That's pretty good. I, it might help me. I'm a little out of it. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. Uh, it might wake me up a little bit to yeah, get totally. in the face with some loaves. Got like one hour of sleep in the last like three weeks? Well, yes. <laughs> last three weeks. Last night, thankfully, finally managed to get some catch-up sleep, which I guess apparently you can't catch up no, on sleep. No, you can't. You I have don't to, understand you have that, but... Yeah, you can't. You have to actually get consistent. Okay. That's how it works. You just have to be that guy that actually you have to goes get to consistent bed on time. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever be that dude. Hashtag science. There you go. <laughs> yes. Well, I am here with Matt. Well, at least it's bubbly hay. Hey. Yes, bubbly. <laughs> bubbly. Love the bubblies. I love the bubbly. That was a great... British accent-ish, Americanized accent you did there. Hello. It was weird, I will say, to see um, Christian Bale actually doing his normal accent because he's British. Yeah. But you see him in so many movies where he does an American accent yeah. and he's so effective at it. It was like, oh, he's just being himself. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, welcome. Welcome, Joel. Thank welcome. You. Good to see you. And welcome, yeah. everybody listening, tuning in uh, to The Real Review. And uh, just to give you kind of a reminder here, if you're tuning in for the first time or if you've heard it before, uh, Real Review, Joel is the detailed, analytical, yep. potentially skeptic, <laughs> cynical. A little bit. And then I'm uh, a little bit more... Um, uh, fan oriented to where I get more emotional towards things and I'm out usually the out, emotion of things will outweigh my uh, any critical response towards uh, little small details that I might pick up in a film or something like that yeah or overly positive sometimes or mm. you know that could be my fault as well yeah but um, yeah we kind of blend the two together give you our thoughts our reviews and we uh, give you a, a letter grade at the end and mm-hmm. that's that's how we do the real review. Yeah. Like that, right? That's how we roll. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it's that? out of so control. It's a pu- <laughs> That's good, too. Good follow-up. <laughs> good, good, good. Anyways, Joel, why don't you tell everybody how they can get connected? Sure, Matt. There's some ways you can get connected for the podcast. Uh, you can check out our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. Uh, we, we also have Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash realreviewmedia, where I promise you will get some really cool stuff if you follow us on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then additionally, we have Instagram and Twitter, which are both at realreviewmedia. Last but not least, we'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives because we don't have a chance. We have very limited time, unfortunately, yeah. to see all of the content that is constantly being released. And so we'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives and you know perspectives on stuff we have seen. So shoot yeah. us an email, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Totally. Have I done it much? Totally. Have You've done, done it, it. great done it. justice, Joel. Sweet. So let's just dive right in here. we got one main thing we want to talk about as far as the film side. And then, hey, mm-hmm. let's do this at the end, Joel. How about we take a quick dip into The Mandalorian because that premiered. I'm a big Star Wars guy, and I, I think, and I know you're more like uh, the original like Star yeah. Wars guy. I, OG I've been, Star Wars. I am OG Star Wars, and I'm new trilogy <laughs> Star Wars. I'm not as much prequel Star Wars, although I do appreciate some of the stuff happening there. Yeah. 
Um, not as high on that. Definitely original is my favorite. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm out of my mind, out of my mind, excited for Mandalorian. Anything we're going to get mm-hmm. on Disney Plus with it, and then yeah. also uh, I'm really excited for the Rise of Skywalker. So, um, we'll talk about some Mandalorian stuff after. But for first, sure. let's talk about Ford v Ferrari, or Ford versus Ferrari, or <laughs> Ford. Ferrari. I would just say Ford v- Ferrari. Ferrari. Exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah. Batman v Superman. Yeah, there should be a period in there, but it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know what that. That's, what that's my about. nitpicky side. Yeah, it, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, let me go ahead and break it down here. Um, Ford v Ferrari. Uh, American car designer Carol Shelby and driver Ken Miles battle corporate interference. Uh, the laws of physics and their own personal <laughs> demons to build a revolutionary race car for Ford and challenge Ferrari at the 24 hours of Le Mans in 1966. Uh, directed by James Mangold, and we like him. We like his work. And uh, stars Matt Damon, Christian Bale, uh, John Bernthal, Catriona uh, Balpe, <laughs> Josh Lucas, who always plays like that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, Noah Jupe, who I love from A Quiet Place. Trace Letts, Remo Drone, uh, Ray McKinnon, a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, let me give you some backstory here. Uh, growing up, I'm uh, my dad's major car guy. I okay. always always went to the Indy 500 as a, he went as a kid all the time. I went a ton of times as a kid as well. And um, while this is different kind of racing, uh, the Ford GT the GT40 was always like present. There was always models and pictures mm-hmm. like as it was. And I didn't understand the, the relevant, uh, how revolutionary it was at the time yeah. when I was a kid. But as in watching this movie and obviously hearing my dad talk about it, we mm-hmm. actually, um, I've met Carol Shelby. My dad was friends with him, bought a car from him that wow. he helped design back in the day. Wow. And he's, uh, my dad's just an awesome like car guy. He's yeah. like, he's got all these really sweet, like, uh, people that he knows and mm-hmm. builds cars and like yeah it's it's freaking awesome that's yeah, he's cool awesome. bear jackson i'm sure every year checks oh, yeah we, he used to take me out of school early to go to barrett jackson <laughs> oh, which crazy. that was like one of my favorite things back in the day um so yeah cool stuff like that mm-hmm. um unfortunately i was trying to get to see this with him but it just couldn't get the timetables to match up yeah but um so there's that um, history going into this movie and he's telling me I don't know how I feel about Matt Damon being Carol Shelby yeah. I still have to talk to him to be honest about uh, he's like has some doctor's appointment stuff but he uh, um, I, I gotta hear I gotta hear what his thoughts were on this because mm. I know yeah. he saw it yesterday I believe mm. um, anyways um, I'm interested to get your take on the movie first okay I thought you were I thought you were I was letting you go oh sorry you know, okay let's do this because I, I just to make it less confusing so yes i will i will go ahead and jump into this i really like this movie okay really really like this movie yeah there are elements i wish they would have expounded upon one in one one specifically and one i wish they wouldn't even had in the movie entire in its entirety yeah um there's and that's a scene towards the end but i think that um as as a whole i really really like this movie and i will say this right now this might be my favorite and this is not criticizing the movie in any way or his body of work mm-hmm. uh, because he's been he's probably been better in other movies, but I was emotionally more resonant with Christian Bale in this movie than any other of his other projects. Oh, great, yeah. Um, and I, I think this is my favorite Christian Bale role. Mm. It's my favorite. And I loved it. I loved everything that he had to do in this movie. Yeah. Um, Matt Damon was great too, but I uh, really, really liked the movie. Um, I felt... Like the the racing stuff was like thrilling, mm-hmm. um, the visuals, everything was awesome. I don't know what was 
if there was any CG elements or not, I couldn't really tell. Oh, for sure. And yeah. um, there was a couple. Yeah, I re- saw them, but they, yeah, I get what you're saying. Regardless, point. I was just like, wow, that's amazing. Uh, I loved the, f- the, usually the uh, family dynamic elements in these types of movies. I'm like, okay, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it. But I really like this one. Yeah. Um, There's just a, a part of it that I didn't care for at the end, or not that I didn't care for, I just, it just hit me emotionally in a way I didn't want it to. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, other other than that, I really, really enjoyed this movie. And this movie, what what I think really does when you like have this underdog story, uh, it gives you a person to hate. <laughs> yeah, very clear. But it gives you but it gives you like two people to hate, kind yep. of. You yeah. get like you get like Ferrari in the competition, you're like, Oh, I'm you know, I'm against them. But mm-hmm. then you have somebody who's on their side technically. Should be. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I hate this guy. Yeah. And I really love that because that really gives you something to root for mm-hmm. other than just the circumstance. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that part resonated with me just on a basis of doing the work that I do at times. Yeah when it's like you've got a team of people that yeah. are all supposed to be headed towards the same goal. Yeah. But the route that they see is completely divergent from the one that maybe you see. Mm-hmm. And they expect you to sort of move into their direction. Right. Um, and it can be a really difficult. So I think that was one of the things about this movie for me personally that really resonated because yeah, of that. For sure. Um, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Anyways, I uh, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I'll, I'll pro- I'm sure I'm probably think of some other positives here in, in, in a little bit. But um, yeah, what were your... I'm very similar. I really enjoyed the film. I didn't think I would dislike it. It was one of those things where I like just based upon the talent involved, um, you know, the director who's mm-hmm. coming out of uh, Logan, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite movies of that year. Yeah. Knowing he can go into some really deep character dive type stuff mm-hmm. as far as, you know, emotional issues and, and kind of inner darkness and stuff. Mm-hmm. I figured he would be able to do that well with this film and absolutely was the case um christian bale was for sure my favorite out of all the Mm -hmm. the characters in the film i think matt damon did a great job as the character sure i think there's just something about christian bale and his connection with the emotion and his portrayal of it that just took it one step beyond yeah so matt damon was great yeah but i would say like christian bale that's like i almost felt like it was his movie i felt like it i I get it that they're like Mm co-leads but i felt like it was christian bale's movie kind of agreed um and there are elements where I could flip flop on that and say no, it's Matt Damon's, but I really yeah. felt more pull towards Christian Bale's character. Agreed, I for sure did as well. I mean, even just the resonation, resonating of his family life and how mm-hmm. that played out, and the inner demons that he was struggling with. Whereas Carol Shelby's story is kind of more just straightforward. It's mm-hmm. like you know, racer that's no longer able to race, and he's moved into car making, yeah. and he's kind of caught between these two worlds. And their chemistry together was excellent. Agreed. Yeah. Yes, like, it wouldn't have worked without the chemistry of having Matt Damon yeah. on screen. I think the thing that's different is, I think you could have come in and told just Ken Miles' story through Christian Bale, and it mm-hmm. still would have been an excellent film. Yeah. I don't feel like you could have come in and just told Carol Shelby's story mm-hmm. and had it be the same kind of film right. and as excellent. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, so I think that's what the, the big difference was for me and yeah. kind of took his story to be in a more important place in the film. Yeah. Um, also as well, I really love the racing scenes. I think yeah. all of them were very... Um, nail bitey in a yeah, way yeah they're like <laughs> yeah there was a lot of scenes i noticed it was funny i mean they had in most movies it's it's tough with racing because it's like well eventually it's like well it's just a guy sitting in a car how yeah. do you show this in a div- different way so you had a lot of scenes where it was like a close-up shot of the actor sitting and driving and mm-hmm. then like their reaction to seeing you know what's happening around yeah. them um, and those got a little old i mm-hmm. think for a while it's like i started thinking like you guys are going like 200 miles an hour or whatever mm-hmm. and you're doing these 
quick turns and and like you're gonna just stop and like stare at somebody next to you for like 10 seconds like that was a little unrealistic but at the certain point you're like okay this is dramatic you know they're trying to make it yeah its own thing um but it was a very um intense film at times it was a very impactful film uh especially with you know non-spoilers but kind of the way the film wraps up Mm -hmm. and and goes into sort of the next chapter of things Mm -hmm. with everything in the story um, it's very touching and it opened up a world with the, these characters and these, these cars as well that I knew a little bit of, mm-hmm. but is really interesting to me. So like now when I see a, you know, Shelby GT or something like that, I can go, oh, that's where that historically is coming right. from. And it, that's a really cool thing. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so all of those elements really worked for me. Um, I think where, if I was going to get into some more of the negative side of sure. things, where it started to kind of fall apart with me is it felt like it was a very bloated story. I mean, we're looking at a two and a half hour runtime here, basically. There was right. so many elements of this story. You know, you're dealing with Henry Ford's daddy issues. You know, yeah. you're dealing with corporate, you know, um, corporate mindsets and red tape. You're dealing with like a, a rival company. You're dealing with family drama. You're dealing with personal inner demons yeah. uh, and, you know, how physics literally, you know, works and stuff. Yeah. There was so much going on that there was times where I kind of felt like, I needed a little bit less. Mm. And sadly, the weird way that I almost felt, and I and I think I'm, uh, there's people that are going to totally agree with me on this or disagree, maybe you, um, the family issue and especially the relationship he had with his son felt sort of needless to me. Mm. I get it. And it helped me to resonate, especially with his son more. Mm-hmm. But his son and wife played a very small role, mm-hmm. I think, in the overall big picture of what was happening in this mm-hmm. in this world. It impacted his ability maybe to keep a level head and do the things. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking about Ken Miles' character to do things that he did. But their role in that, because of the way it concluded, because of the story that we're telling, really didn't wrap into the bigger picture all that much. Um, and it felt like if those elements had been much smaller and much mm-hmm. less, I mean, we had scenes where it's literally just him for like five or 10 minutes interacting yeah. with his wife or five or 10 minutes interacting with his son. And I was just constantly thinking, like, can we get back to the cars a little bit? Can yeah, we get yeah, back yeah. to the Ford thing a little bit? That was my personal. Right. Opinion. And that's fine. I I think I agree to an extent, but I actually think that was needed. And it made me it made me personally resonate with Ken Miles' character more. Yeah. Like, be like, oh, this dude's, he's a dad. He's yeah. doing the best he can. He's a, he's a loving husband. He's doing the best mm-hmm. he can. Like, and like those interactions, I thought there were some really like endearing moments and stuff like that. And, and how I, and it might be different for me because I think about like how how I can pass along stuff that I want to experience things with my kids in the yeah. future, you know that kind of stuff. And yeah, I think it's stuff that will resonate strongly, especially if you have a son or have right. a, a wife and family. Yeah, that's where I felt like I got it. Yeah, but at the same time, it just felt it was like if they could have taken fifteen percent of it to twenty five percent of it and just kind of cut it out. Sure, make it a little less there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved. Um, let, let me say this before you dive yeah. in this because I don't yeah. really have a lot of negative things to say about this movie. I did really love. I was talking about chemistry between Matt Damon and uh, Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. I think that um, they have this continual like, like they don't talk to each other a lot. They have like yeah. this unspoken relationship where they like they kind of they ask like a question mm-hmm. and then they get like a half answer and the guy like knows what the guy's talking about. Like they know what each other are th- what they know what they're thinking about. Yeah, they did good. And with they that. they act back and forth based upon that. And mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of that is is portrayed well like in that fight scene it's portrayed in a in, in the trailer so you see what happens but like there's like a bag of groceries and they just get into a fight and there's not really any words <laughs> but then like the fight is just what's needed to clear the air between them yeah you know and like, i thought it was great yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah two people that live lives that are very like on the edge right um 
always, you know, in, love driving yeah. fast and being crazy in their cars, it would make sense that that's kind of how they would resolve it. You know, mm -hmm. they're not going to have a civil conversation. They're probably just going to come to arms and beat the crud out of each other until one of them finally is just like, all right, I'm done here. Right. Uh, so I really like that. Yeah. I think the two sides of it as well that the two sides of a total that I didn't like was one a little bit. And I, I can't say I didn't like, I just felt like it was a bit too much mm -hmm. there uh, was the family thing. The other side of it a little bit is I felt like the dialogue at times felt a little too on the nose and the beginning and ending portions of the film felt the beginning in particular felt a little slow to start. And sure. it kind of was like, I'm trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be going with this because again, they were hopping to so many different well, we started issues off with, and so with many Carol Shelby's win. Right. Yeah. And then quickly we're like, okay, but it's not about Kara Shelby. And then we go into like, well, what's happening with the Ford Motor Company? And it's like, oh, well, it's kind of about the Ford Motor Company, but it's really not. And then we go to Ken Miles' character and it's like, oh, it's about kind of him struggling to get along or, you know, figure out what he wants to do in life and where he needs to go yeah. to be a successful family. But then that's not really what it's about. And it ends up being about something that was very interesting to me, which was like that 4V Ferrari and that, you know, progression of achieving and accomplishing yeah. something under bad circumstances. But like that was the main, I would say, point, thrust, the mm -hmm. main big thing yeah. they were trying to get to. But we had to go through all these other subplots that, again, were important, but just kind of like not as important. Yeah. Uh, and so it ended up feeling kind of slow to me in the beginning. And it, it, it kind of once we got into the point where they're like, actually a team and working on this and moving forward, then things really kicked into, yeah. not to be cheesy, but into gear yeah. and really felt like they were cruising. <laughs> hey, I'm making all those puns today. Uh, really felt like they were cruising and moving to the point where it was a very gripping ending and it was a very um, compelling, I will say, how things turned out yeah. because it doesn't necessarily turn out the way you would expect, um, especially with the ending. Yeah. And I think uh, to me, the sad thing was, is like I kind of felt like as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, Oscar, yeah. Like you can't do this in a certain way and expect, you know, the Oscar crowd to take notice of it. It really felt like, and that's, it's true to, true to probably what happened, mm -hmm. but the way it was portrayed with the characters acting the way they did and the way that it's shot is very yeah. like, okay, we're just trying to emotionally really resonate something here, which was done effectively. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah. True. And uh, the more I talk about it and think about it, it makes me like it even more. And I think, mm -hmm. um, uh, specifically with um, Christian Bale's character Ken Miles, I think that was that might have been one of my favorite parts because um, you see like his joy when he's driving and like how he's talking to the car, talking to himself, yeah. and like all the technical he's elements. Like, you got it, come yeah, on. come on! Like There's he's yelling, more. and then you he's just like laughing more. and like yeah. all this stuff, and um, really, really love that. And yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a. Christian Bale play a character like this genuinely happy unless you're counting um the prestige kind of kind of um, yeah. or in a weird quirky way American Psycho but well, yeah, 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 yeah. That <laughs> that's was more disturbing. due to mental issues yeah so <laughs> but yeah. um anyways I just really really enjoyed this and uh makes me want to do a little bit more research too I and so obviously a lot of the events in this happen in real life um and it's not really spoilers, so I'm going to talk about it. If you don't want to listen to any more, um, actually, let's give a grade, and then I'll kind of get into it real okay, quick. Sure. Um, the uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a 92. Oh wow! Yeah, That's really liked it. A, a minus. Okay. Wow. Um, and I don't just really enjoyed it. I want to see it again. There's stuff that I really like resonated with emotionally. Yeah. That I was like, yeah, oh, that's so good. But yeah, what do you got? Well, I think because of the reasons I mentioned. 
Uh, I'm going to give it an 84. Okay. Um, I was floating like weirdly back and forth between like 81 and 85 and went as high as like 86, but I think that's kind of good midpoint sure. for me. Um, the weird thing is, is I can say that I probably liked this film more than most of the other films I've seen this year yeah. and still give it that letter grade. And it still might, you know, hey, you know, hint, hint, yeah, we'll might see. show up on my best films of the year. Top 10, yeah. Um, but I would, I it, to me, it's like I now that I've seen it, I can approach these other things that I maybe didn't feel like were as necessary to the yeah. film and just kind of know they're there. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Totally. Um, okay, so let, let's talk about this. Um, spoilers, obviously, it's this real life, so I kind of struggle with telling somebody it's spoilers because it's like it's a real life thing. Yeah. But anyway, spoilers to the movie if you haven't seen it. Uh, mm. Take care. Go see it and come back and listen yeah. if you want to. But um, okay, five, four, three, two, one. Um, earlier I mentioned up front, the one thing that I wanted to see more of was the actual design of the Ford GT. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to see that process instead yeah. of, instead of like Carol Shelby just being like, Hey, come check this out real quick. Yeah. And then like, Oh cool. It's there. You know, like, <laughs> all yeah. right. Yeah. What, what happened to get to that point? That's mm-hmm. a part that I want to see. Um, but that's, I think that was really it. The part that I, I didn't want to see and I get why they did it. And yeah. it was full circle for Carol Shelby was the actual them actually showing the scene of his of his kid watching him die? Yeah, watching um, Ken Miles die. Yeah, in that car crash, and I was like, oh, I didn't want to see that. Yeah, you know, and I get it. They did that whole bit where Carol Shelby's like having an you know an emotional moment, just like at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. speeding off down the road at the end. Yeah, um, and I understand it. I just, for me, I was like, I don't, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, it it felt again the way they shot that. You know, the close up on the kid. And, yeah. Well, like medium close up, the way they shot that, the way they projected that. I mean, even with the earlier, you know, like, well, you got to get out of the car and they kind of set the whole thing up. It, it felt that, that again, not to say that's what it's there for because it's part of the actual story, but it felt like Oscar bait, Mm. you know, it felt like a way that they could have done this would it just be to kind of cut to black, Yeah, you know, have that happen and then cut to black and then kind of jump forward. But it's like, you know, the close up on the kid and the people running yeah, and the you flames. Know, and the- <laughs> I would have rather them cut to black because I think the scene before that was was when, um, the scene before that was when they had just, well, they didn't technically win the race, but they yeah. they finished the race. They yeah. walked off. They got, we got more work to do or whatever. Right. If they would have went to black and did the whole, like, you know, the Ford went on to win, went on to win. Yeah, and then 67, yep. you know, whatever. Uh, six, six, seven, eight, nine, and yeah. then and then and then you know, Ken Miles tragically died. Like, if, if actually we have done that, I think yeah. I would have, I would have loved it even more. I agree. I would. That yeah. would have been a better ending to yeah. me. I think. It felt like a fourth act. Yeah. And like an unnecessary. Why did they have to do that? It was like a liner (laughs) note that they they filmed and they just felt like it was so good that they wanted to keep it on there. Yeah. I think what they'll say is that, you know, it was out of respect for Ken Miles, but it really felt like an opportunity to give Matt Damon some really good acting moments. Yeah. Because, you know, that was his most, yeah, those were his most emotionally strong moments, the whole film almost. Yeah. uh, Dealing with the the sadness that he's got inside. Mm -hmm. But again, it was like, and they made that moment about Matt Damon's character. Yeah. But they had set up this whole time, this relationship he has with his son and his family. Mm-hmm. And his son is like completely like whatever about it almost. Yeah. And it's like, so if you're going to show the son, mm-hmm. you're going to move into this with it being about the son, then make it about the son later on. Don't make it just about like Matt Damon and how he's struggling and why this is so bad for him or, you know, Carol Shelby's character. Um, so it felt a little unnecessary, felt a little forced. I'm like, in the future, I might just stop the film there. Not because I'm like depressed if I watch it, but just like, that was a fine ending. Yeah. That you could have ended it and done exactly what you said. And it would have mm-hmm. been like tragically, you know, Ken Miles lost his it, life. Cause it, it, you still, know? it still would have, it still kind of ended mildly down a little bit because yeah. of the whole, like 
weird ruling when Bruce McLaren actually won because exactly. of he started farther back in the pack. It like had that bittersweet ending. Like what? Yeah. Like that yeah. would have that would have been that would have been fine bittersweet ending. Yeah. And this this one they're like bittersweet too. Yeah, way more bitter. Yeah, I, <laughs> if this was a different kind of film, I think that ending would have been perfect. But it really didn't feel like they earned that second ending enough for me to be there. And I think that's honestly why I rated it. One of the reasons yeah. as well that I rated it. I would have given this thing, if if it would have ended how I'm thinking about it right now, I would have given it like a 98. I would have definitely been in the 90s yeah, if they yeah. had done differently with the beginning and the end to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe changed some of the other aspects I mentioned. But it definitely would have been in the 90s. For sure. So, Anyways, that's yeah. going to wrap up our review of Ford v. Ferrari. Yeah. Um, I want to take a couple of seconds here. We don't we don't have to go into a, a deep dive because I know you're not all the way caught up. But I want to talk about our next thing, and that's, <laughs> please don't spoil it. That's the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Disney Plus. Um, let me just start off by saying Disney Plus has taken us back a little bit, mm-hmm. not necessarily in a bad way. I think it's it's perspective, a matter of preference, um, or like how reserved you can be in a certain situation. But with the uh, evolution of streaming services, whether it be Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, whatever that is. Um, we've grown accustomed to um, being able to binge an entire season mm-hmm. within a day or a couple of days or right. a week, whatever it is. Yeah, but Disney don't play that game. No, <laughs> Disney Plus is like, hey, you're going to get an episode a week yep. and that's what we're doing. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that element because I'm like, oh, now I got to wait for something. Yep. Like there's, there, there's kind of a thing of like, oh, there's something to look forward to with this, you know? Yeah. I kind of like that. There's so much content out there too. It's yeah. kind of nice that like, hey, I can, you know, jump around to my content. I don't yeah. have to like binge to stay on track with everybody because right. otherwise, you know, spoilers. Yeah. It's like, crap. And I think it gives you an opportunity <laughs> to actually, to actually process what actually just happened in that one episode as opposed yeah. to being like, I just watched four episodes of Daredevil it was awesome, you know, kind yeah, of a thing. Yeah. Um, and I can't really tell you about which episode was what because I just watched them all back to back. Anyways, so I, I do I do like that element of it. It's kind of refreshing. Um, but to specifically talk about The Mandalorian, uh, I've seen episodes one and two. You've seen one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about one. I really, really liked one. Mm-hmm. Um, liked what they're setting up there. Um, and there's only eight episodes this season, but they're already started shooting season two, just an FYI. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's, it's great. I think they're heading in a great direction with this thing. If they mm-hmm. keep it, keep it on that path. And with episode two episode, just so you know, episode two almost feels like a continuation of episode one in a sense of where like, and this is actually why I'm thinking that they released the second episode like three days later. Mm-hmm. Um, because, instead of just waiting another week, it yeah. was like, it seemed more like it could have been the same episode. Right. It's a so. two-part episode. You can see that. Right. Because they're setting yeah. up the, they're setting up the story, they're setting yep. up the characters and the, the world, even though we know it, but yeah. the world these characters are in. Mm-hmm. And you really need to get that. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and I really, really like it. I want the run times to be a little longer, though. Yeah. They've been sitting around like 32, 33 minutes or something yeah. like that. And I'm, That's the constant complaint. It's like, they're so short. They're I know. It, so as short. long as they're doing what they need to do and effectively, and they're not just biding time for something. Like, yeah. I, I can be okay with that if they use that time effectively. But I think um, I think what it is right now, it's, it's, it's good. There's been a lot of little, like, chuckles I've had at some mm-hmm. things. I'm like, that's kind of funny. Like, yeah. little things. Um, uh, talking about like Taika Waititi's character in the first episode, mm-hmm. um, IG Eleven, great, loved it. I think I, I think what I'm liking in a way so much about it is what I liked about Rogue One. Rogue One is that it doesn't feel like they're trying to accomplish anything specifically. It really just feels like they're just trying to tell a story. Yeah, and what everything has happened 
with the other films that I haven't enjoyed and the new content, it really feels like, oh, well, we got to have this. Mm-hmm. We got to have that. And we right. got to go in this place, like with the yeah. solo movie and the last jet and the everything. Yeah. With this movie or show, it really just feels like this is a story yeah. about this aspect yeah. of the universe, the Star Wars mm-hmm. universe. And so I've liked that. It feels simple. It feels approachable. And it yeah. feels like I'm not having to bring in a ton of like heritage yeah. of the other characters and stuff and now it, that doesn't mean it doesn't tie in because it totally does at times yeah. i mean they they have the you know the bob job of the job of the hut eye at one point and oh yeah that creature that yeah. robot yeah, yeah the eye robot. And yeah and there's like things that definitely tie into the overall story yeah. which is like a neat but it's like a neat addition mm-hmm. versus like a force like well this is why han solo is called han solo right, you right, know right. that's i hate that yeah um so i like that uh, it's it's really really cool, especially if you're familiar. So uh, the producers, actually the director of the first episode, Dave Filoni, mm-hmm. uh, he's helmed and helped create and write most of the stories for and and like help with the animation process for uh, Star Wars, Clone Wars, uh, mm-hmm. Rebels, right, uh, most recently liked. Resistance. Uh, yeah, but some of them get really dark and stuff. And um, and it was really really cool seeing him work on this project, his first like live action piece mm-hmm. that's for Star Wars related, yeah. and him and John Favreau are friends because John Favreau did voice acting on yeah, um, Clone Wars and Rebels, I believe. Yep. And um, he uh, and he is so tied into the canon, the lore, and all that stuff. So when he, they're talking about like all the sigils and the stuff of Mandalore and and where they come from and all that stuff, they're like super heavy on that. And that I think those are little treats for people that are familiar with all the canon material yeah. and i think that's awesome like when when he's going down his little like underground like uh layer where the mandalorians are hanging out or whatever yeah. um that sort of stuff and you're seeing like people in all the armor and the the mandalore sigil like the emblems and you know the i people. thought that was really cool like he got an yeah, armor upgrade those. like he's yeah. like he's like i think the whole season he's getting like upgrades it's and like stuff, a deeper meaning for him yeah. which is cool it's yeah. a story it's it's a it's like a coming to their age sort of story, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I really enjoyed. I think the only aspects that I haven't liked so far, one, and this is just a personal thing, <laughs> Nick Nolte as um I forget Kolil Kolil or whatever whoever the guy that it's I have cool. spoke I've spoken cool. thing, yeah, he was tough for me just yeah. because I Nick Nolte is such a distinct voice. Yeah. I kept thinking, oh, it's Nick Nolte doing a voiceover. Yeah. Um, but I like the character, me and too. then additionally, the, there's just a sense right now that everything feels very production design wise and setting wise uh staging it feels very simple mm-hmm. and very and we're used to these star wars that have like so much in them yeah maybe i'll come to like it or maybe they'll improve on that but everything just feels a little i guess cheap and yeah. simple sure in some of the worlds and some of the ways they're doing things it's like sure. oh that guy's just a fat american dude that he's like talks like an american and he's yeah. got a different colored skin you know yeah, and it's yeah. like there's not really a mythos to that guy it's just a yeah. dude that they happen to put like some different colored paint on him and prosthetics For so sure. things like that where i'm just like i could do with a little more like design and intent behind these different stagings and characters yeah. and stuff yeah for sure but that's a very minor note yeah uh, i think that, again the characters in the story so far have been good enough to, yeah to really keep me engaged and enjoy. yeah and, and that's I, only one episode in so yeah and i didn't know like I'm excited for like kind of where they're just went on the cliffhanger at the end of one, like where they kind of take, I'm like, Oh, that's different. I like that. Let's see what happens with this. Yeah. Um, I like that. Um, it's intentionality. Like, yeah. if, and I'm going to maybe minor spoilers, but there's a like big shootout close to the end of the first episode. Yeah. And it's like, these guys are so stupid. They literally just like standing out in the open, like shooting their guns. Mm-hmm. And there's a droid there. That's literally like got like 
perfect aim. And they're just like, I'm just going to stand on the open and shoot my laser at it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right. there's some lack of intentionality there where yeah. it's like, if these people are getting in a firefight, they're going to mm. take cover. They're not really, because, you know, it removes a threat. Yeah. They don't feel like a threat. They feel like as stupid as they can be. I don't know. Yeah. Things like that. Anyways, check out uh, episode two. I thought they were coming out on Tuesdays, and I got so disappointed when I found out that it's Friday. Actually, yeah. that they're gonna. So I have we have to wait. Till what Friday. would you give like the the series as a whole so far, rating wise, just from what you've seen? Uh, B plus, A minus. Really yeah. like it. Yeah, I would say close to B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right around B, like eighty five. I or really, six. I don't know. I, I think it's enjoyable. The second episode, I think, because John Favreau said it, there's a little bit for everybody in it. There's gonna be a little bit more like, it felt very Indiana Jones to me, mm-hmm. and um, I th- I there. think that um. I think that we're going to see a little bit more of that, but it might be a little bit more family friendly than some stuff that we've seen recently. And that's totally fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But I, and, but I think that it's something that could be something I share with my kiddos pretty soon. So cool. it's awesome. Yep. Anyways, uh, anything else you want to add to that at all? No, nothing. Sweet. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, thank you so much. And let me give you a reminder, uh, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at real review media. And, uh, and, uh, See what's up. See what's up on all those social platforms. Send yeah. us an email at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. And uh, it's been a pleasure hanging with you today. Joel, anything else? No, I'm good. Sweet. <laughs> it's awesome. been real. It's been real.